ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The Wallabies World Cup dream has become an absolute nightmare. So the Rugby World Cup didn't quite go to plan for the Wallabies this year, which means as the tournament heads into quarterfinals, you might need a new team to cheer for. Today, we'll run through the eight remaining teams to give you a reason to get behind each of them. Plus, the A-League women's kicks off this weekend and we give you just another reason to love the Australian women's cricket team. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily. Sean Maloney is part of the Stan Sport coverage over in France. And, Sean, we're going to have a bit of fun today. There are eight teams left and Wallabies fans have found themselves without someone to root for. So today we're going to run through all the remaining teams and why Aussies might want to hop on the bandwagon. So let's start with Wales. One of four teams to go undefeated through the pool stages. Warren Gatland is back at the helm and he's brought this sort of mentality that Wales is punching above their weight in world rugby. And Australians do love an underdog. Is that what they are and is that why we're jumping on? Excellent question. Excellent start. I'm down in Marseille at the moment to set some context where we will be commentating Wales and Argentina, which get the weekend started. Wales, as you rightly touched on, Warren Gatlin's gone back in, went at the start of the year, has had a really short runway to prepare his side for this World Cup, and they have been excellent on the way through. It was a record score that they put past Wallabies in that horror show in Lyon, and they got this really good mix of old heads amazingly old heads still work and then uh, this fresh run of youngsters that are also in and around that team as well led by an awesome player in Jack Morgan their captain who's only 23 but alongside these other guys it's a perfect mix another great line out throw a well organised drive and they're going to crash over the line here Wales another try too easy Australia running out of heart running out of desire here running out of the World Cup. They go into the game against Argentina. Favourites this weekend? Well, Argentina are actually ranked lower than Wales, as you say. Wales go in the favourites. So are Argentina actually the underdogs that we're craving? Argentina are the underdogs for the matchup, and I'll tell you why we're going to cheer Argentina because <laughs> they are coached by ex Wallabies boss Michael Checker, who's done a terrific job in reviving some of that uh, Latin spirit inside that Pumas outfit across the last couple of years. They've had some huge victories over the last couple of seasons. They beat the All Blacks over in New Zealand, which had never been done before. They beat the Wallabies uh, out at Parramatta earlier this year as well. So they play with some real flair. They love to toss it around their fans, bring a real energy to the game as well. So I think we're going to side with Argentina for that first up game due to checker. Advantage for Los Pumas. Beautiful little flick. Malian open space. It's perfection from Argentina. So you touch on Aussies being involved in other teams and I want to talk about Ireland. First thing Wallabies fans should know is there is not one but two Aussie-born players in this team in Mac Hansen and Finlay Bealham. This is also being touted as Ireland's best team ever. They're ranked number one in the world. They've never progressed past the quarterfinal stage. Is this the year for the Irish? They have been amazing on the way through over here in France. They were so clinical in the way that they downed South Africa in their pool game and then Scotland just last week. They are playing some of the most clever and 
smart and suave and savvy rugby that I've seen in a long, long time. They are so well coached. They are so well drilled. And as you touch on, they've got Matt Hansen, who is a cult hero now over in Ireland. In fact, Matt is very quickly becoming a cult hero of world rugby. Was falling with the Brumbies down there in Canberra. Saw an opportunity to go north and qualified for Ireland. And he's just been a superstar. Splits it on to Matt Hansen. Matt Hansen with some footwork. Cuts inside. Matt Hansen! Well, they will be taking on, as you say, our friends across the ditch and the All Blacks are always formidable at World Cup. So aside from geographical proximity and our shared love of Pavlova, why are we getting on board the Kiwis? Well, I mean, they've been, they were shocked into restarting their campaign in that opening matchup at Stade de France, where France were too good for them. Ali Ali, the Rugby World Cup is underway. French flair. And all black excellence. They've got better as the tournament's gone on and have really clicked over the last couple of games. They hammered Italy, a side that was expected to cause them some issues, destroyed them, blew them off the park, uh, destroyed pretty much everyone since that opening round loss. So they are in really, really, really good form. They know how to progress. They know how to get to the real pointy end of the competition. It will take me forever to go through all 23 of the match day players who <laughs> uh, will potentially turn that game Uh, in favour of New Zealand. But here's the thing. So I want to quickly touch on this. They're up against Ireland up in Paris. Now, Paris has become double mark two over the course of this World Cup. There are so many Irish people that have made the jump down to Paris for those games. There's just been a sea of that emerald green up there at that stadium. And I think that might be what gets Ireland narrowly home against New Zealand. England next and questions were raised over the old enemy before this tournament. Their form wasn't great coming in, but they went through the pool stages under defeated. This is a hard sell, but why should we be cheering on the English? (laughs) Well, we don't have to, I guess. (laughs) I mean, we can just kind of let it slide and throw all our weight and energy and excitement behind Fiji, but quickly on England. So they started the tournament really well with a big win against Argentina and then each home victories against Japan. They beat Chile comprehensively and then they were asked some serious questions last week by Samoa. And England get the win. But take your hat off to this Manu Samoan side. So I think England, sure, they can win this game and they're favourites for the game against Fiji this weekend. They probably should win, should be cheered for them. It, it's too long a bow for me to draw because of who they're playing against, my beloved Fijians. So tell me about why we should be jumping on the Fiji bandwagon. Some Wallabies fans might be a little bit bitter that Fiji are through and not the Wallabies. However, this is such a feel-good story, right? It really is. I mean, these are just salt-of-the-earth collection of people who are spiritually linked to rugby in the form of the Fijians. They play the game with such a ferocity and flair that's kind of unmatched by any other side in the world. When it clicks for them, it's just poetry. It's so much fun to watch. And they did that against the Wallabies. They did it in parts against Wales, despite going down to them. And a result, 69 years in the making. I'm a little bit worried because the last two games they've had against both Georgia, they weren't great, then they lost to Portugal. But when they are at their best, Poppy, is when they're underestimated and they're told they're not going to win. That's when the response only comes. And they are such a beautiful people, the Fijians. And should they beat England, they beat them in the warm-up game coming into the World Cup. Should they beat them, you'll hear the cheers from Nanny and Suva if you live in Sydney and Brisbane and Melbourne. That's how loud it'll be coming out of the Pacific.
Next is the home country, France, and they're looking for their first ever World Cup title. They potentially get a very handy inclusion in Antoine Dupont for this clash with South Africa. Is this the year they salute? There is so much expectation with them, and often when there's much expected of them, it goes the other way, and then they're kind of a bit like Fiji in that way, where they expect it to go well, they don't, and then if they're not, they go gangbusters. This is a team who have been phenomenal for a number of years now, alongside Ireland. They've been the the trendsetters, the pacemakers. They've done so well on the way through, have France, and they have this awesome mix of young talent and guys who are grizzled through the club competition over here led by as you say Antoine Dupont who's overcome a cheek fracture he'll likely wear a mask he's the best player in the world he'll need to be against South Africa Dupont to change direction it's hard to describe the energy inside that stadium. So for that opening round match between New Zealand and France, when France were behind and the crowd lifted them up over the All Blacks, it was like the whole stadium was pulsating in favour of Le Bleu. So that'll have a huge impact in favour of the home team. Well, we do love a vibes-based pick, but South Africa reigning champions. Sometimes it's kind of hard to cheer for teams to go back-to-back. So why should we get behind the Springboks and their quest to be the first to four World Cup titles? They just know how to win and they are the innovators. They have become, alongside Ireland, the innovators of rugby at a test level. They've got a zany, I'm happy to call him a zany, a zany director of coaching <laughs> in the form of Razi Erasmus who will be there. He's got like a set of traffic lights up in the coach's box which he flicks red and green and amber for different things he wants to see on the field. He's revolutionised what they do with the reserves bench. I don't know, there's something beautiful about watching the brutality of these guys combined with the precision and be good to watch. Just like that, Yakurainach is in. And South Africa have their opening try. Sean Maloney, it's going to be a huge weekend. Enjoy and thanks so much for your time. Good chatting. Did you get swept up in Matilda's fever during the World Cup? Fowler cuts in field, then tries to play a ball back again towards Caitlin Ford. Ford takes the ball in towards the end of the box. One-on-one one with the keeper. Ford slides it home! And Australia take the lead out of nothing! Well, good news. The A-League women's kicks off this weekend and there are a heap of Matilda stars for you to follow this season. Take round one, for instance. You've got Courtney Vine, Kaya Simon, Elise Kellen-Knight, Emily Gelnick, Lydia Williams, Tamika Yallop and Chloe Legazzo. Yep, heaps. The whistle blows. Courtney Vine for the semi-finals. She scores! She pulls away! Australia have won! And lots of people were asking whether the domestic competition could harness the Matildas' momentum after the World Cup. And in good news, they have. Membership across the board is way up. Sydney FC have seen an 800% increase in memberships. 800%! Plus five teams have broken their membership records and all clubs have seen an increase on last season. And if that's not enough for you, Kaya Simon and the Central Coast Mariners are back in the league and taking on the Newcastle Jets in the F3 derby this weekend for a brand new trophy. Get this, it's literally a bit of the guardrail from the F3 motorway that separates these local rivals. It's really good gear. That match kicks off 18 rounds of action, so get around it. Soundbites and the Socceroos are taking on England at a sold-out Wembley Stadium this weekend and coach Graham Arnold has bought in the big guns. Ange Foster-Coglu and Goose Hitting. I'm just uh, a couple of hours in the national team camp and I'm proud to be here and Arnie gave me this. 
and I'm even more proud. Made your trip to Wembley a memorable one. Now I'm in the Premier League and everyone loves me, but trust me, I haven't changed one bit. But because I was Australian, because you're Australian sometimes, you've got to work that little bit harder. Nothing wrong with that. That's what makes us special, makes us different. Nothing is given to any Australian football. The way Big Ange is going at the moment, I'd be taking notes if I was them. Well, in cricket, the Australian men are 0 from 2 from their World Cup matches after a comprehensive loss to South Africa. The Aussie women are taking on the West Indies in a one-day series at home. Unfortunately, the second game was washed out, but the home side gave us just another reminder of why they are the best team going around. The Australian fielders have not made their way off the ground. Instead, they have run out towards mid-wicket and uh, assisting the ground staff in moving the, uh, the covers onto the middle of the ground. The Hessian, they are trying to put on the pitch at the moment. The rest of the team is over with the remainder of the ground staff trying to sort out uh, the big covers to get them across the entirety of the square. That is a brilliant season. I think it probably says two things. One, they're desperate to get back on and to finish this game off. And, and two, they're just a all-round uh, classy team. Wholesome and good. Netball Australia are currently not paying Super Netball players as their player agreement negotiations stretch on, but it seems like they might not be paying their bills either. Here we go. Well, Just a lights, little blink in power. Yeah, lights momentarily <laughs> got out there for a minute. Oh! Whole time. Well, the last thing you Step want is trying to catch up. any of these bullet passes out on the court with the lights out. Luckily, not even two blackouts and a break in play could disrupt the world champions as the Diamonds take a 1-0 lead into the second match of the Constellation Cup against New Zealand. First opportunity they've had to see their world champion Australian Diamonds in action back on home soil. What a game for the Diamonds. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about with the pay thing, we did an episode this week explaining it all and it involved pie. That'll make more sense if you listen to the episode, the link to which is in the show notes. I'm Poppy Penny and this is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Declan Byrne. Thanks to Stan Sport, Fox, the Rugby World Cup and the Socceroos for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.